Hello, and welcome to another time of devotions together. Let's open with a word of prayer. O oh God, calm our hearts and quiet our minds as we prepare to hear something from your word. Amen. Today I want to start with the last part of one of the most famous iconic chapters of the Bible, 1 Corinthians 13, known affectionately as the love chapter. I'm beginning with the verses that follow all those beautiful words describing true love, starting with verse 11. So this is 1 Corinthians 13, verse 11. It's like this. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child does. But when I became a man, my thoughts grew far beyond those of my childhood. And now I have put away the childish things. In the same way, we can see and understand only a little about God now, as if we were peering at his reflection in a poor mirror. But someday we are going to see him in his completeness, face to face. Now all that I know is hazy and blurred, but then I will see everything clearly, just as clearly as God sees into my heart right now. There are three things that remain, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So there's a tribe in South America, more specifically in the plains of the Andes Mountains, spanning across Bolivia, Peru, and northern Chile, that today numbers about three million people. They are known as the Aymara, that's A-Y-M-A-R-A. And their ancient language and customs are still very much alive today. The Aymara have a unique way of thinking of space and time, setting them apart from every other civilization in the world, as far as we know. Their concept of the past and the future is, quote unquote, backwards from the way we think. To them, the past is in front of us and the future is behind us. How so? Well, their reasoning is that we all know the past. We can see it. It's in front of us. We know what happened to us. So there is no mystery involved. It is clear. It is right there in front of us. The future, on the other hand, is behind us. We can't see it. It's unknown. We have no idea what is in the future. So it must be out of sight behind us. The more I thought about this, the more I suspect that the rest of the world got it wrong. Doesn't it make more sense to say that we can see the past right in front of us since we know what happened? And isn't the future impossible to know outside our ability to see? This way of thinking has helped me consider some of the important elements of seeing my past. I see this morning and yesterday, life size and in color. Whereas the things that happened years ago in my childhood and youth are in the far distance, at some point even disappearing over the horizon. As I consider my entire past life, which is now laid out before me, I have to admit that the image of God is inconsistent. Sure, there are times when his presence is huge and takes over the landscape, like the time when I first turned my life over to Jesus and invited him into my heart. My parents showed me Revelation 3.20, 
Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. And there was a time in high school when I went off to a Christian camp in the woods of North Carolina. We had a half hour each day set aside as, quote, God and I time, end quote. And we spent time alone with our Bibles and God. Yes, God was huge at that moment in my life. Then there were the times when God nudged or pulled me along into church ministry when I was working on my doctoral degree in piano in New York. I suddenly realized that all those years growing up in the church were still with me somehow. So as I look forward into my past, I see God clearly at some key moments and less prominently at other times. And as I think about walking, stumbling, bumbling into the future behind me, I realize just how completely blind I am. I know nothing about the days that lie in the future behind me, and I'm forced to walk backwards, which is so hard. But isn't it true that we walk by faith, not by sight? And can we maybe be more honest and humble in our need for holy guidance as we are walking backwards into the future? Our frequently quoted verse, Micah 6.8, talks about walking humbly with God. And that makes even more sense if we are completely helpless in our backward journey. Trying to steer and stay in control makes no sense here. We might as well give our lives completely over to God. Remember the film Back to the Future with Michael J. Fox? That title finally makes sense to me. I will forever think of the Aymari people when I hear mention of that movie. And I will thank God for leading me back to the future. Friends, as we look into our past, right in front of us, right? Let us reflect on how much of God we see. And let us think with great joy of the day when we finally see him face to face at the end of our earthly lives. At that moment, we paradoxically no longer need faith because when we are finally with God, we don't just believe, we know. And we can turn around and face forward for the first time. Will you pray with me? God, please stay in the center of our lives. Guide me, O thou great Jehovah. Amen.